Hallelujah. All right. Um, sorry, I think it was the network. The network was quite bad. But we bless God for everything. We are back. Hallelujah. All right. We give God all the praise and the glory. Oh, the devil is definitely a liar. He's been lying from the day that evil was found in him. Amen. All right, God bless you. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay. So now, I said that what we are going to really talk about is very sensitive. And it is one of the things that many believers don't have understanding into. And because of that, the enemy always takes advantage of our ignorance concerning that to put fear in our hearts. And sometimes he will put us in bondage concerning that particular thing. And I believe that this evening God is going to help us and open our eyes on that in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. I want to talk about the matters of birth and death. The matters of birth and death the matters of birth and death a war any hallelujah now as simple as this topic looks like it is the greatest secret in everything on this earth the greatest secret on this earth is actually the secret of birth and death no one knows what happens before a child is born and no one knows what happens when someone dies so the only thing we have been given access to know is the kind of life that is between the two points of birth and death are you following good so now the issue is what actually happens before someone is born and what happens when someone dies that is a very 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 great question and the lord is really going to help us this evening in the name of the lord jesus amen now i've said some few things concerning birth and death before but tonight I want to make another um, submission to us. That means I'm going to add some few things to what has already been taught. And I believe that the Lord through that will open our eyes on a lot of things. Amen. Now let me just ask this question. When we, okay, let's, let me just move to this point. When we read the book of Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1. The prophet Jeremiah chapter 1 from verse 5. Let's read Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Now, any version that you have, you can post it here. 
Now, I'm reading from the King James Version. The Bible said, this is God speaking. From verse 4, the Bible said, Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Verse 5, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, in, your, in, in the womb I knew you, and before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you, and I ordained you a prophet unto the nations. This version says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated and set you apart, consecrating you, and I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Hmm. Now, all these things that God is saying, they happened before the guy was conceived in his mother's womb. This version says, the message says, Before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. Before you saw the light of day, I had holy plans for you. A prophet to the nations. That's what I had in mind for you. Mm. Then the King James says, Before I formed you in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth, out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Hallelujah. Now, all these things that God is telling Jeremiah, he said, he, he did all these things before he was formed in his mother's womb. Now, when you begin to read what the scriptures is, like scriptures are saying, the Bible said, before the guy was formed, so before he was formed in his mother's womb, God knew him. The first one is formation. And before he entered, he came out of the womb, God sanctified him. So there is formation that before God formed the young man, Jeremiah, God knew him. And God sanctified him. And also God ordained him as a prophet unto the nations. Are you with me? So, your calling, your ordination is done before you are born. You need to know that. That is why I always say this. Ordination is done in the realm of God. Not on this earth. When we go to Bible school and pastors are praying for us to come and do ministry, they are not ordaining us. You need to know that one. Are you following? Good. What they are doing is that they are ushering us or they are commissioning us to the work that God has already called us to do. No human being can ordain. It is only God. And ordination takes place in a certain higher realm of God before any human being can be formed. So put that at the back of your mind. Now, this young man has not even been formed in his mother's womb, but God had already ordained him. God had already sanctified him. The question is, where did God ordain him as a prophet? Where? 
that place is actually speaking of a realm before birth and until you understand this dimension you will never understand what happens in birth and i'm going to take my time by the special grace of god to make mention of some few things then i will allow you to ask every any kind of question that you want to ask pertaining to spirituality are you with me good now i want to just make some few statements and submissions for you all to understand not every being you see on this physical plane of the earth is a human being i hope you know what i'm talking about not every being that looks like a human being is really a human being the first that's the first thing you need to understand and i'm about to say another thing that might might sound very heavy not any not everybody that is born uh, <laughs> not everybody that is born by a woman is born from god's perspective when i say that maybe you want you might not understand what i'm trying to say let me say it this way for you to understand there are people that have been born by women that god has nothing to do with that bed are you following good you need to know this else you'll be you'll be confused have you heard that a woman was barren for 18 years and she went to a certain river and gave the river a, a hen and the river said a year by this time you conceive and indeed the woman conceived and gave birth i hope you have heard of those things those children are not directly from the god we serve they are from the river now with this i'm about to make another statement it is not only god that can form a human body it is not only god that can form a human body Many of us have heard several times that when you see a beautiful fair lady without any spot or wrinkle on the face, most of the times what do they tell us? This one is coming from the sea. Haven't you heard those things before? We thought they were just trying to you know, say things. But let me tell you, if you go deep into spirituality, you will know that they know what they are talking about bodies are formed in the waters good now i've not started with, i'm just trying to lay the foundation for you all to understand now we all know <laughs> I hope everybody is getting what I'm saying. 
good. It is possible for somebody to live on this earth with a body and a soul within the person, but the source of life is an influence and a calculation from a certain realm of the waters. Very possible. I don't want to go ahead of myself. I'm trying to let you all understand this. Now, if you want to know matters of death, how people die, and what happens after death, and all those things, you need to know concerning how people are born. Are you with me? Because there are certain kinds of people, how they die is as a result of how they were born. Now, let me just make this statement. Maybe you will see a child that has been brought to a woman. The woman went to a river. A river goddess or something. And the river gave that woman a child. Now, when a time comes for that child to die, hear this, the child does not die the normal death that every normal human being dies. So some of these children, before they die, they can just go to the river, any river at all. They will just dive themselves into the river and you nobody will find them again. That will be their death. They have gone back to where they came from. But you will sit in the classroom with this person. You will eat together. You, you will do everything together as if this one is... <laughs> you need to know these things. That is why you need to open your eyes. Over. And I said this the other time. I told you that when you look at the number of months we have from January to December, it is divided into three quarters. So from January to April, which is four months, in April, there are a particular group of beings that are sent from different realms around the earth and they will manifest with physical bodies and dwell with us on this physical plane of the earth to fulfill a certain assignment. Then in August, another group will also come. Then in December, another group will also come. They are all and some of these people that will come, they will come by birth. Through women, they will, be, they, will be, they will be in the womb of a woman for nine months as if this one is a normal child. But they, that's not true. Amen. Good. I will take you there for you to understand. But... Um, let me open your eyes on something. When you read the book of the book of Romans, let's read something from the book of First Corinthians. First Corinthians. Chapter 15, verse 8. Listen to this scripture very well. Now, even the normal people that are born into this world, there are three main categories of people that are born. 
three main categories of people that are born into this world. Their birth, according to their appearance on this physical plane of time, there are three main dimensions. We have those that are born in their due time that they are supposed to be born. So there is a time set for this person to be born and the person has come in that exact time. So that person is said to be someone born in a due time. And we have those that are born out of due time. As in those that were born when their time was actually over. So if the child was supposed to be born in January, the child was born in September. So many months after his due time had passed, that was when the child was born. So there are people that are born in their due time, people that are born out of due time, and there are those that are born before their due time. Are you following? Good. Now well, let's read something from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 8. The Bible said, Last of all, I saw him too, long after the others, as though I had been born at the wrong time. I had been born at the wrong time. The message says, And that he finally re represented himself alive to me okay this version also says and last of all he was seen of me also as of one born out of due time the isv says and finally he was seen by me as though i were born abnormally late did you did you hear that Mm, I love this version. He says, And last of all, just as if unto the unseasonable birth, unseasonable, the person was born not in his or her season. Are you following? So this is what Paul is trying to tell us. He said, As though he was born up the verse. When you read the ISV, it says, Abnormally late abnormally late so what paul is trying to tell us is that when you look at his bed it looks like he was born when his due time had already passed that is the main reason why we say a lot a certain thing something about paul that we, we think it is just anything we always make mention of something like paul armanted haven't you heard of those things before Good. Paul Armantem's statement is not as in Paul was not, Paul did not enter into ministry early. No, that is what Paul is trying to tell us. He said he, he, it is as if he was born abnormally late. So it is possible for somebody to be born outside his due time.
And it is also possible that somebody can be born before his time. It happens. Are you following? Now, I want to say this. This is where the whole thing will become heavy. Are you listening to me? How a person is born can determine how the person will die. How a person is born can determine how the person will die. I want all of you to know this. Not everybody walking on this earth is a human being like you. There are some of them, when you cut their, their hands, blood will come. They look like human beings, but they are not. Are you following? You need to open your eyes on this one and be more sensitive. You see, this is what your, your pastor will not tell you. This one is school of spiritual mysteries. We are learning things that are highly spiritual. They will not tell you this one. They will only tell you that work righteously and go to heaven. Is that not what they have been telling you all the time? Life is not all about going to heaven. I'm telling you. We are here to be conformed to the image of Christ. God brought us here so that we will look like Christ. Not to go to heaven. That's where we came from. We passed through heaven before coming here. So what is the essence? In God telling me, I'm bringing you from heaven. Come to the earth. Come and stop sin and come back to heaven again. What is the essence in that one? That is not the message of the Bible. Not at all. Not at all. Don't let anybody deceive you. That is why when we started with understanding the whole Bible, I told you that it's in the new covenant that you really see how God wants things to be done on this earth. God, the father, gave his life to his son. And he told his son to come and share his life to those that will believe in him. And once we believe in him, we begin to walk in the life of God. And we walking in that life means we are walking in the kingdom. Then, as we are walking in the kingdom, we are being prepared to be a body for the Lord. And as we are changed into that body in glory, when we come to the last point of everything called glory, what will happen is that that life, which is known as the kingdom, the son will deliver it to the father. The Bible said, now then is the end. So the end is when the Lord Jesus will deliver the kingdom that God the Father gave to him. For us to walk in, he will deliver it back to the Father. Then things will now start from the Father dimension. So everything that is happening from now, from the onset of creation, is about Christ, not even the Father. The whole life we are living on this earth is only in one dimension of God, called Christ. And when Christ is fulfilled, he will now deliver the kingdom to the Father. Then whatever the Father has to do with the, with the thing, that one, we don't know. We only know of what Christ is and what Christ is supposed to do and what Christ has done and how the end will be. Are you with me? And when we read through 
Christ told us our end. He said our end is God's glory. The Father's glory. Once you believe in Him, He has given you that life of the Father. It is called eternal life. You are not dying to go for it. You have it. And how? In fact, the Holy Spirit in you is a sign that you have eternal life. Are you following? Good. Now, I want us to understand some few things here so that we move forward. Are you with me? Good. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In the book of Genesis, chapter 15, the book of Genesis. Chapter 15. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Verse 15. Genesis chapter 15, verse 15. I want every version to be posted here so that we get understanding of what God is speaking to Abraham. Genesis chapter 15, verse 15. Genesis chapter 15, verse 15. Can you all hear me, please? Good. Can you all hear me? Please, can you all hear me? Alright, I believe you can all hear me now. Great. 
Now, the Bible said, Genesis chapter 15, verse 15. Listen to this. The Bible said, And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age. This is God speaking to Abraham. He's speaking of the death of Abraham. And listen to what God is saying. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me now, please? Good. Good. Now, God is speaking to Abraham about his death. But listen to how God said it. God said in Genesis chapter 15, verse 15, God said to Abraham, And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age. The message says, but not you. You will have a long and full life and die, as, and die a good and peaceful death. Let's bring other versions. Let's bring other versions. Now, the ISV says this. International Standard Version says, now as for you you will die peacefully join your ancestors and be buried at a good old age mm. this one says and you shall go to your fathers in peace and you shall be buried at a good old age niv says you however will go to your fathers in peace and be buried at a good old age now look at this the bible is telling us god is telling abraham that he will die and where did god say that abraham will go oh well, according to the scripture where did god say that abraham will go abraham will go to his fathers the ISV says your ancestors. Now the question is this. Where are the ancestors of Abraham? Now do you know Abraham? This was a guy that was picked out of the Chaldeans. And when you check the word Chaldeans, they, are, they were a group of people that were into moon worship. They were worshipping the moon. Whether we like it or yes, that is where Abraham comes from. And God said, when Abraham dies, he will go to his fathers. Now, the question is this. Where are the fathers of Abraham? Where are they? Hello. Where are the fathers of Abraham? <laughs> That's what they've not told you. Your pastor has not told you this one. They told you that the moment you die as a Christian, you are going straight to heaven. That is not true. I'm not saying you will not go to heaven. You will go. 
But if you have not gone to where your fathers are, you can't go to God. I'm telling the truth. Your, your, your pastor will not tell you this one. Did God tell Abraham that he will go to heaven? God said, you will go to your father. There is nothing like you are going to heaven, you are going to heaven. Check throughout the Old Testament. God did not promise anybody heaven. But you, that's what they have promised you. And in fact, that's not what the Bible says. Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And where I am, you will be with me. And we all think that is heaven. You have not read your Bible. Listen to what he said. He said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. Do you know what the house of God is? The house of God is not heaven or tomb. It is not. Read through your Bible. Anytime God is speaking of a house, He's speaking of a place He wants to dwell. A place He wants to dwell. And when David wanted to build a place for God, he said, No, I don't dwell in tents that were made by human hands. And a time came, Jesus looked at the temple of Israel and said, This temple, I will bring it down and I will build it in three days. And the people were like, what is wrong with you? We used 49 years to build this temple. And you say you are going to bring it down and build it in three days? And the Bible said they did not know that he was talking about the temple of his body. His body. His body. So now Paul tells us, Paul is telling us that if we, I think the book of Romans chapter 5 or so, Oh, may God help us. Paul said, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1 downwards, let's check something. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, I've taught on this before, but there are new people here and they don't understand. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1 downwards, listen to what Paul said. For we know that if our earthly house, what is Paul talking about? Did Paul not make mention of house? Which house is Paul talking about here? Hmm? Which house? Paul said, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God. A house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Verse 2, here he said, For in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. Look at what Paul is saying. That is body. So when Jesus says, In my father's house there are many mansions, he's not talking of a building in heaven. He's speaking of a body, a body, a body that God wants to dwell within. Oh, a baby. And it is only when you have that body that you become like Jesus. That is why the day he's descending, when we also ascend in our glorious body, we are going to be like him. We will be exactly as he is because of that glorious body. Not a certain place in heaven that your offering is putting towns in there for you. <laughs> ah, so don't they read their, No, don't they read the Bible? This body that you have, it's called a house. It is called a house. It is an earthly house. 
It has a lot of things from your father and your mother that are not in connection with God's plan. I hope you know that. So God wants to give you a... This, so when God opened the eyes of Paul to see his own glorious body in heaven, Paul said, Yee, I wish that this house of mine that is in heaven will come upon me now. That house is when Jesus went to prepare. It is a body, not a building that is built with blocks and cement. What does he mean? What does that mean? Oh, may God help us. May God help us. So every, every Christian is waiting for heaven. And we are doing nothing. That's not my message, but I'm just trying to chip in this one for you to know that we have been taught wrongly. If you are here thinking that Jesus said, I'm going to my father's house to prepare a place for you, and you think that is heaven, he's going there to prepare a place, you are wrong. You wait. Uh, mm. What Jesus is preparing is a body because God prepared a body for, for Christ when he came to the earth. And that kind of body is what Jesus is preparing for us in the heavens. And that is the body that is God's house that he wants to dwell within. Are you getting it? That is why if you yourself as a Christian, you don't study your Bible, everybody can deceive you. I mean everybody, including yourself. You can even deceive yourself because you don't study. I'm telling you. I'm not saying there is no heaven. There is. But what is in heaven for you is your glorious body. And that is the reward that God would give to you as a believer. You don't know. We lost that body in the garden. Mm, we lost that body. May the Lord help us. Now, let me just move on to my message quickly. Let me move on to my... So now, God said to Abraham in Genesis 15, 15, He said, You, Abraham, you will die and you will go to your fathers. Hear me? Anybody that dies on this earth definitely goes to his or her fathers. Now, the question is simple. Where are our fathers? Our ancestors, where are they? Where, where are our fathers? Where our fathers are actually is where we are going to be. <laughs> Why our fathers? What have they, you know, what connection do they have with our destinies? Hey, my, my dear brethren. <laughs> your family has a lot to say about your destiny. And I want to say something very plain and simple like that. Let me to say it. Listen to me. Your assignment, in fact, the soul that you carry in you right now, or right now, no? your soul that is in you right now. Uh don't know how to say it your soul that is in you right now is connected 
to your fathers, your ancestors. Mm, the soul that is in you right now. Let me explain. So now, let me talk to you about how you were born. Are you following? So that let, I will not tell you how you will die. If only you want to die. Good. Now listen. God, every child that will come to this earth, the spirit of that child is like wind in God. The spirit of that child is like a wind. It is also like light in God. So now, when God is about to send somebody to the earth, let's say you, you will marry, you will give birth. Now, maybe you are married and you want to give birth. God will now send the spirit of the child that is supposed to come into this earth with a guardian angel. And when the guardian angel is coming, in fact, God will call the spirit of the child out of himself. And there is what we call the testimony scroll. It, it consists of everything that God has written for that child to come and fulfill. Then the child, the spirit of the child will lay hold of that testimony scroll. Then God will send a guardian angel with the spirit of the child and the testimony scroll from right from the very council of God where God has planned the child's destiny. Now, when the, the spirit of the child is coming with the guardian angel, they will move through all the realms that God has created. All the realms. Now, when they are moving through all the realms, the last realm they will enter before they come into the mother's womb and be born physically is known as the realm of the dead. That is where your ancestors are. Now hear me very well. When you enter into the realm of the dead, which we call Asamad in P, every family on this earth has a house in that realm. There are house, there are family houses over there. Are you with me? These things I'm telling you, your pastor will not tell you because some of them don't know. And they put a lot of fear in your heart. Hear me well. You will pass through. So before you come to the, before you are born, you will enter your house that is, that, that's where your, your fathers are. In fact, they will be waiting for your spirit. They know that your spirit is coming from God with the guardian angel. They know. Once you get to that realm, you will locate your house. They will come and meet you. They will take you home. You hear me? When they take you home, they will sit you down and now tell you the pathway of your destiny. They will sit you down and tell you, here, hear this. 85 years ago on this earth, somebody came from this same house into our family on earth by name Mensa. Mensa was the one that God gave family riches to. To help all the poor family members 
to come out of poverty and become rich. But when Mensah came to the earth, Mensah used all the money for women and he died. So as you are going, it has pleased God and we the ancestors to give you the wealth of the family. So you, your pattern of destiny is that you will be very wealthy. Whether you are called as a prophet, as an apostle, that one is in the hands of God. But how you will manifest that assignment is planned by your ancestors. And now, what they are doing to you in that realm is actually forming your soul. Are you getting it? Because it is in your soul that the pathway of your life is found. So they will now tell you what you are supposed to do. So whether you become a medical doctor, whether you become this, how you fulfill God's original mandate. Now understand that God's original mandate on every human spirit is to reveal Christ. It is just one. You never be dying Christ to reveal Christ and be like him. But we are not all going to do one thing for us to reveal Christ. Some will be prophets, some will be medical doctors. But so long as they are all Christ Christians, they will all fulfill the revelation of Christ in their fields. Now, so the field where you go to to manifest the Christ is planned by your ancestors. Very, very, very important and necessary. You really need to know this. Now, as they are planning that for you, they are, what they are doing is that they are, they are forming your soul. Are you getting it? And when everything is done in the house of your forefathers or your ancestors, you will now bid them farewell that you are coming to the earth to do all that God and them have told you to do. And that one is called Okrafi. It is your father's place, or let me say, the place of your ancestors. It's actually the place where you tell them that you are going to the earth to, to fulfill everything. So, so that place is known as the Enkrabia. Are you following? Good. In crab, so over crow, then after that, they have now determined time for you. Okay, so as you're about to be born, you can fulfill what we have told you by the inspiration of God that you will live 87 years before you can fulfill this one. And after 87 years, we will call you back here, and when we call you back. We will now sit with you and look through what we told you to come and do whether you've done it. And that the calling into that realm is called death. Are you following? Hmm. This is what most of you don't know. Then after you have received everything, then you come. The moment you exit your house where your forefathers are, you will now go straight into the womb of your mother. Then, after a few months, you will be born to the earth. 
So there are times when you go to your forefather's house in their realm, the destiny that some people could not fulfill can be added to yours. And even prophets can tell you that. There was somebody in your family by name this that was supposed to be this one. The person could not do it. And God said you are the one that will do it. Everything is planned by your ancestors. Are you following? Are you following? Can you all hear me please? Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now, so after that, you enter into your mother's womb and you are born. So they will give you a specific time. And that time that you are coming to this earth to live, in order to fulfill that destiny, to fulfill that is called your destiny. It's actually known as Ushebre. Now, when you come to this earth, you will now begin to walk in destiny gradually, gradually. So you see, the problem is this. Why is it that when you are born, you don't remember all these things? When you begin to grow, when a child when you see a child that is like two days old, getting to like a month old child, even getting to two, three months, they are very aware of all those realms that they pass through with the angels of God, their forefathers, everything. But the moment the conscience of the children is coming alive, they begin to lose touch of all the knowledge that they gathered in all these realms and when they become pure normal human beings like us they will lose the knowledge drastically hallelujah good now, this is how everybody is born, every normal human being. But when it comes to this, there are some of them that will be born in their due time, some will be born out of their due time, and some will be born before their due time. When you look at those that are born before their due time, most of the times, the family is in need of a savior are you following most of the times it could be that there is a particular vicinity that is in need of a savior the enemy is attacking a group of people so that some of you listening to me you were born even before your time 
and the reason why you were born before your time, sometimes it is because you were, you were really needed on this earth by your family. You were needed. So there was a pool. And there are those. Can I say this? There are certain people when they get into their ancestral home in that realm, the destiny, the pathway of their life that is given to them is actually the pathway that another man is failing to fulfill. So what they do is that that man that is failing to fulfill his assignment must exit the earth so that this one can come. So sometimes the birth of some people can be delayed because somebody is alive. What I'm, what I'm talking to you about right now is quite heavy. It's very heavy. I mean very, very heavy. Because there are a whole lot of things going on in, in birth. That 95% of human beings don't even know. They have no knowledge about. So that's a 90, about 99.9, including pastors. They don't know. You see, there are some children, when they enter into their mother's wombs, they will take one year. One year. They are very healthy. Nothing is wrong with them. But no matter the matter, they will not come. They will not come. And there are a whole lot of reasons for them not coming. There are some of them too, even before the time, the nine months, they want to come. If you, if you joke small, now they will appear. <laughs> so sometimes we have to try and, uh, some certain ways and means to keep them. Some children will come Two months, two months before nine months, they will come. You feel that thing as if you are in labor. It will, I'm telling you. Seven months, your water will break. Hey! Just seven months. And the, the head of the child is already coming. <laughs> Senior, what are you? What, wait! Yes, what I'm saying, if you are not a woman, you will not understand what I'm saying. If you are not a pregnant woman, if you are not somebody that has delivered before, you see? Yeah, you will not understand what I'm saying. And then I am many so precocious. Look at, let me tell you one secret. Children that are normally born before their time, they are very strange. Especially when it comes to brain. Hmm? Like, Omar being too much. They are, they are, I don't know how to say this. They are, they, they, they just understand things easily. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. Someone said, my sister gave birth at seven months. That child is extraordinary. I'm telling you, those children, all that, the two months that you are, 
trying to keep them. They have already crossed it. <laughs> they have already crossed. They just want to come. So when they come, they are, they are, they are living on a, a different level. Mm. The questions they will ask you, eh, you, you will be shocked. So, are you small? Are you, are you sure you're a child? The questions they will ask. They are the grandpas, the grandpas of our, our, our families. <laughs> they are the ancient of this. <laughs> I'm telling you what I'm saying might sound, but I, that is very serious. And mostly those that are born, you know, after their due time, those that are delayed, those children, most of the times, they are much more of. They, are, they don't like talking. You see, they are very slow in movement. But they are always, when it comes to, I've said this and that is fine now. They are children like that. Some of you might not know because they are children at this moment. But you understand later. Are you following? Good. Now, this is what happens when someone is born. Now, let me say other things concerning the birth. But even aside this one, there are dimensions of birth too. Aside the timing, there are dimensions of birth. When you read the book of John, chapter 1, verse 12 and 13, listen to what the Bible said. John chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. John chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. The Bible said, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Verse 13 said, Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Say, these are the God begotten, not blood begotten, not flesh begotten, not sex begotten. Mm. <laughs> Say, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Okay. Even to them that believe on his name. Which were not born of, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Now hear me, child of God. Now. We have, there is what we call... Being born, being born by blood, being born by blood. There is what we call being born by the will of the flesh, the will of the flesh. And there is what we call being born by the will of man. 
There are some of us, when, we, when you look at yourself, some of you, your mothers were not expecting you. They were just doing their something and you were conceived. <laughs> they were just trying to test the waters. There were certain movements in their bodies, so they just tried to keep themselves warm. And you brought your head. Are you following? Josiah, not all of them. Not all of them. That is why you always need to know what is behind. Because there are some of them that came to fulfill a purpose from the ancestral dimensions. Are you getting it? So you see, there are some of you, you are just trying to, you know, at least keep yourself warm with a certain guy and pop. You were, you, you were conceived. And there is what we call being born by the will of man. So we've now sat down. Okay, um, we want, let us give birth. Let us give birth. Okay. So some people, they are not even married, but they have planned to give birth and they have given birth. So the child was according to their will. Now, the will of the flesh is the one that speaks of the desires of the flesh. We are just trying to, you know, move along with each other and pack. Are you getting it? Then there is what we call being born. Being born by blood. Now, that one really speaks of the genetic makeup. So, we can sit down and, and decide that when we look at what is going on right now, um, we will need a certain male child to come and take charge of this um you know some of us we know that that especially when we watch nigerian movies you can see that a certain king is looking for a male child that will be an heir to the throne and mostly when they try to have children with these women and they realize that the children are females sometimes they will, either they will banish the women a whole lot of things so it is actually a birth that is on the premise of something. Now, all these kind of births, the children will be born like normal children, but there, there are different means that called them. Are you following? Good. I don't want to go into that side. Let me just touch on this then I will now open the... the, the the door for questions so 
there are a whole lot of things that go on in birth. What you really need to understand is on the dimension of the ancestry and the ancestors. Very, very important. Now, when a person, let's talk about death. Let's talk about death. One of the things I want you to know about death is that not everybody on this earth will die. Not everybody on this earth will die. But those that will die, they have what we call that which they have come to fulfill when it is finished they will be called back home now listen to what i'm about to say now when a person is about to die the person within the next five minutes of the person's death the person will experience something we call near-death experience nde near-death experience NDE. Now, in that dimension, someone said, Please, who are those who won't die? It is for believers who have changed their DNA to be like that of Christ. That is it. It is not like God, God has said, Okay, I'm about these 15 people, one, two, three, four, five, seven, 15, you people that you will not die. No. The Bible said, Enoch walked with God and he was not for God to kill. So it is based on your work with God that will determine whether you will die or not. So even when the Lord Jesus descends, the Bible said, for the Lord himself will descend with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And those that are dead in Christ will rise first and those that are alive and remain. So some will be alive and Jesus will come. Whilst others are dead, but will be resurrected. So anybody that tells you that everybody will die in this world, the person has lied to you. It is not true. It's not scriptural. So we are seeing It's not true. That's not what the Bible says. Paul says something in the book of First Corinthians chapter 15. He said, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 51. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 51. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 51 listen to what paul said i want to get other versions can you all hear me good first corinthians good the bible said but let me tell you something wonderful a mystery our problem be never fully on you will probably never fully understand we are not all going to die but we are all going to be changed did you hear that he said but let me tell you something wonderful a mystery i will probably 
never fully understand. Even Paul himself said he might not really understand the thing. He said, We are not all going to die, but we are all going to be changed. So you see, the whole focus is your changing, not your dying. So whether you die or you, you, you remain, we all will be changed so long as we are in Christ. How are we going to be changed? It's like going to the changing room to put away your old clothes and to put on the new jersey so that you can come to the field and play the ball. That is the house that Paul made mention of. So we will put away this earthly body, which is this earthly house, and put on that glorious body that is upon us. This is the glorious body that Paul saw and was crying for. He wished that that body would come upon him now so that he would not die. So listen to me. I will explain a great secret to you. Not all of us will die, but God will change all of us. So is this thing not in the Bible? Why are the pastors preaching that everybody will die? Having they read this one, No, haven't they read this one? Why are they throwing dust on the eyes of God's people? Some of the evangelists you, you see on the roadside crowd, I don't even know. Sometimes I want to slap them. What is that? Let me give you one secret of death. Do you know only a few percentage of people are not given the chance? And that one is, as, is, is because of them. To say they will not die. Let me explain what I mean. Before you, you can die. You have to admit it that you want to go. Else you will never die. Before, so there are many people that are sick, very sick. That is why we say we're Jamie. You see, we blow on the man, the bed, the super. Five years on Jemuda. That is why the Bible said the spirit of a man will sustain him on the bed of affliction. It won't Because there is something holding your soul, dragging it back to your body. It is called the silver cord. When you are strong in the spirit, in spiritual things, you can lay hold of your silver cord so that anywhere your soul is trying to go to, it will pull it back to your body. The day you leave your silver cord alone, your soul will leave your body. That is your death. It will be worse and the folk can say, Oh, we're Jamie. Wadani Benkumsu. These words, very heavy, heavy words. That's what some people, the, the way they will be suffering, or they just want to say, it's okay, the momamenko, Now, many of you, 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 were, you were close to people that died. And they said things like that. Now, before the person dies, there is what we call the near-death experience. Can you all hear me? 
I'll pause here very soon so that you can ask your questions. Good. When the person, or about five minutes to the person's death, some of the ancestral fathers will manifest themselves to the person. The moment they come, it means they are coming for your soul. When they come for your soul, what they will do is that they will let you the process, let me say the movement from your body, your soul moving from your body to the realm where the ancestral fathers are is four days in the natural. Can you all hear me please? Okay, so please um load this. Check your check your side, maybe your network. So when a human being dies, it takes four days for the human being's body to begin to rot. Now, the moment the body begins to rot, it means the 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 last part of the person's soul has left. Are you getting it? So even when somebody is about to die, let me say this before we move on to the next session. There are 10 openings in a man's body that the soul of a man can pass through when he dies. 10 openings. 10 openings that the soul of a man will pass through and get out of his body when the man dies. The first one is actually in, I don't know how to call it, or pumping, or pumping, hmm? or pumping. Those of you who don't know Apampam, I don't know how you will get to know. On top of your head. <laughs> Alright. That's the first part. Have you realized that when children are born, they have a certain um, space in that area? Good. It still exists even when you grow, but it is very tiny. It's called what? The fontanel. Oh, I see. All right. So that is the first point that a man's soul can exit his body. The second is your eyes. Your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth. Then we move to the anus, not amos, anus. Some of you say anus. Yeah, anus. Those of you that say anus, moko, saito. Bansku. Don't say anus. No, 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 don't say that. There's one guy who was called Romanus. 
So we took the R O M from the um, the name. And I can. Good. So your anus, then your genitals, or your sexual organ. Then your navel, your navel. Then when you check your onasi, um, I don't know how it's called. There is another hole there. What is it called? Okay, the ark. Alright. Then have you seen where there is what we call the windpipe? Hmm? Your your neck area. Good. Now, these are the places that the soul of every man will can exit when the person dies. Now, where your soul will pass through will determine that which awaits you. Very, very necessary. Most of the times, when people die through curses, when people die through maybe evil means, what happens is that they defecate on themselves. Especially those that were evil people on earth. When a person dies through defecating, it means that is where the soul passed. And definitely, he has a long, he has an esteem. Yeah. Under normal circumstances, the death the soul of a man was supposed to exit through that hole that is at the anterior front tunnel. Yeah, that, that point. Under normal circumstances, when somebody dies and the soul exits through that point, the only thing that will show is that the hair of the person will stand. For that moment that the soul will pass through. And that is how you will de- detect it. Can you all hear me? Can you hear me? Good. So most of the times, when a normal person who has a good place to go is dying, that is how the departing of the soul looks like. It will start moving from the feet 
So from the feet going upwards, it will start, that place will start getting cold. Start getting cold gradually. And the moment the soul now passes through that area in the head, all the entire body will become cold. Now, when the person exits his body for the first time, based on the kind of death that the person died, because the kind of your, the death you die will determine your reception. Are you with me? There are people that will die before the time that was given to them. Those people, most of the times, the ancestry does not come for them because they are not you know, in, in a moment of or let me say, they are not in anticipation of that person's soul in key we call it a tough war whether through accident whether through um gunshot a whole lot people can just die when they are not and those people mostly when they die they don't even know that they are dead The moment that happens, their soul jumps out of their body very fast. That's not how the process of the soul leaving the body should be. Even in your sleep, when you are sleeping and you are about to dream, it does not just happen, pardon, you are dreaming. No, it takes time for your body to be laid off for some time. Then things will begin to work gradually before you start dreaming. Sometimes you can even sleep for 30 minutes, you will not even see anything. It is after the 30 minutes that you start picking dreams bit by bit, bit by bit. Your soul is not supposed to jump out of your body at once. No. When that happens, something happens to the soul. So there are people when they die because of how they died, they become too venomous. When we say venomous, I said, and immediately, if there is any hand in that kind of death, they know. They know the kind of hand that was in the death. Now, those beings, a signal must be sent to the ancestry that this person's soul has exited his body and is now in the astral realm. Then, the ancestors, together with the guardian angel, will carry the person's soul directing to the house that is for the fathers. Then he'll go. And most of the time, when they go there, oh, why did you come this early? You, in fact, when we look at what we gave you, you have like 47 years to live. Then a whole lot of things will go on over there. So you could not fulfill that which you are supposed to fulfill. At that moment, what you are supposed to fulfill must be given as another mandate to another child that is yet to be born. Are you getting what I'm saying? You need to know these things, else you will not understand how God works when it comes to fulfillment of destiny. So there are some of you listening to me right now. Certain people died prematurely in, in your families, and you are supposed to fulfill that which they left. You need to understand these things. 
So sometimes, that is what happens. Very, very, listen to what I'm about to say. Very, very important. Sometimes, when a person dies a mysterious death, a premature death, and the soul of the person appears in that realm where the ancestry are not in anticipation of the person's soul, so they are not ready for his reception. No angel is ready for his reception. The moment that thing happens, the person's soul can roam for some time. And most of the time, this is what we call ghost. Are you following? And sometimes within that period of four days, they can reveal themselves. And sometimes even after four days, when their bodies begin to rot, that is when they become restless. Because at that moment, they can't come into their bodies. The moment your body starts rotting as a dead person, there is no way you can come back into the body. You would dislike your own body as a soul. But within the period where the soul has not yet, you know, the, the body has not started rotting, they, can, they try to find ways and means. That is the reason why the resurrection of Lazarus was a great miracle. Because within that four days his soul had already gone to his fathers but jesus called him back many of you don't understand what that is how you understand resurrection the moment your soul enters into the house of your ancestors you are going to be judged so judgment starts from that place we are not all going to line up somewhere in the sight of god and no 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 judgment starts from that place we will now bring out what we told you to come and do and see whether you have fulfilled it. Then the Bible will ask you. Then after that, you will now know where your, your soul will permanently dwell. Now you start a journey. I told you yesterday about the West Gate in the realm of the dead. You pass through that West Gate with your guardian angel. And you'll be on a journey towards the Father. Any realm you get to, based on the crown that has been given to you by your forefathers, they know you have fulfilled destiny. Every realm you get to, you'll be saluted. So even before you get to the Father, every realm you are passing to get to the Father, everybody will salute you. Fulfillment of destiny is a great thing. Are you following? All right. Now let me pause here and um, and take some few questions. I hope you have all been blessed. All right, can you all hear me, please? Great, great. So now let me pause here and take some few questions. Let me take some few questions. If you have any question with regards to 
whatever we have talked about you can ask okay someone said daddy please once i had a dream seeing two men who told me that they needed to fulfill certain assignment in my family but they couldn't because they were killed so i should stand and fulfill that assignment what do you, yes exactly that's what i've said sometimes your ancestors can reveal themselves to you in different ways they have that right they have that right it has been given to them by god Someone said, please, can someone die through the moon tomb spirit? It's, it's very rare. Intensity. It's very, very... I've not heard that somebody died through that before. Okay, someone said, please, does little kids also go to their ancestors for... First, when they die, that is a very beautiful question. That's a very beautiful question. Sure, they do. They do. They do go. I have something to say on, on that, but not, not today. But I will, I will explain. They also go to their forefathers. Yes. Okay, any other question? Any other question? It means like everybody is very quiet. Can you all hear me? Can you all hear me, please? Great. All right, somebody said. How do we then remember what was told us in the realms of the dead before we came? That one is very difficult. That is the most difficult thing that um, human beings are explain, like let me say, experiencing now. Hope you cannot hear me. You can remember everything. What? Because your humanity has actually, um, you know, reduced the level that you need to remember all those things that were, um, were told even concerning you. So what happens is that as you begin to journey in this life, you will be, you know, bit by bit, they will reveal what you are supposed to, sometimes through prophecy, sometimes through dreams, and a whole lot of things. Yeah, then they will now let you know what you are supposed to do gradually. So, so say that. Somebody said. 
please what makes our parents say to us that your reactions all resembles your grandfather who died years back oh that one those things are there those things do happen because of when you bring it to medical science it's because of um, genetics yeah but there are other um, weightier things to um, in that but that is quite different when I, I don't want to talk about it now yeah which is known as reincarnation reincarnation yeah but i'll talk about reincarnation god willing um next week when i get the chance okay um someone said papa please do we still have people who are born and as they grow they still remember what their ancestors told them to come and fulfill unless those people are reincarnated human beings are you getting it can you all hear me please Can you all hear me? Good. So somebody said, Papa, please, do we still have people who are born and as they grow, they still remember what their ancestors told them to come and fulfill? No, we don't have, unless the person is a reincarnated person, which is there, it is there. Yes. Which, this one is a secret in the... Um, realm of the dead there are people who are dead and they can come back and fulfill another thing again yes those people when they come they are away some of them if I let me say about 60% of them are not some people are reincarnated beings but they don't even know that they are but those that lifted themselves to a certain height they will know that they are are you getting it so it is very rare for somebody to be walking on this earth and the person having um, full knowledge that oh me this is what my ancestors told me to come and do so i know everything no it, it doesn't happen it doesn't happen few um moments yeah okay somebody said so what we were told before that we will, we will all stand before the judgment throne to be judged and on the judgment day you see <laughs> this is where the whole problem is when the bible says we all stand before the judgment seat of the lord it does not mean we all okay let me explain let me just show you now how will you stand in front of the judgment throne of god how Is it with your physical body? So I'm just trying to ask. So you relax. What you think you know, that's what you should let me know. Because I'm trying to, I'm coming somewhere. They told us that when we all will die, and when we all die, we'll come and stand in front of God's judgment throne. Is that not what they told us? And God will call everybody one by one. 
and tell them that this is what you did. Go on my left hand. Go on. Is that not what they told us? But Paul is telling us in 1 Corinthians 15 51 that we, not all of us will die. So if not all of us will die, then those who, who will not die, how will they be judged? Hmm? Because what if you read your Bible and you, you take that scripture as you think it is, as you were told that it is appointed unto man to die once and after death judgment. You think everybody will die. And when everybody dies, then we all will come and line up in front of God's judgment throne. So where would the throne of judgment be? Is it in heaven? In hell? On earth? Or under the... Which, which place would the judgment throne be? If it is in heaven, then everybody will go to heaven. <laughs> Are you thinking of what I'm thinking? If it is in hell, everybody will go to hell. If it is on earth, we all will be here on this earth. You need to, you see, sometimes you need to sit down. When we talk of the judgment throne of God, you need to know this. We are speaking of you being rewarded according to your works. Let me be very plain with you. Hmm? Let me tell you this. The moment a person dies, the person knows where he's going. The person is already judged. The moment you die, the moment you die, you can't run anywhere. You can't. Where are you going to? The moment you die, you know where you are going. Are you following? Whether you are going to remain in hell or you will journey to the Father. Everything happens in the realm of the dead. And when those that are able to journey to the Father get to the Father, they will be crowned. We are all coming to receive our glorious bodies. But even until Jesus descends again, the glorious body will not be given to those that are already in heaven. Because they will have to come with Jesus to the earth and meet us who are still alive. Then that is the moment we are all going to be changed. So the changing actually is our reward. And when we say reward, we are rewarding you for your works. That is judgment. So there is a difference between the judgment of the believers and the judgment of the, of the unbelievers. Let me explain. Well, let's read Psalm 1. Psalm 1. In the book of Psalm. And let's just listen to what the psalmist said. Psalm 1. Are you following? Can you all hear me? Good. Now, Psalm 1. When you read from verse 1 downwards, our, our main um, focus point will be on verse 5 of Psalm 1. But listen, he said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The, uh, listen to this from verse 4. The ungodly are not so, 
but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Verse 5. Listen to what the verse 5 says. He said, Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. Did you, did you read that? <laughs> Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly. So you see, the moment you die, there is a, a separation. God will separate those that are his from those that are not for him. And those that are his, they are going to God. They will receive their rewards. It, 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 that one is called the judgment. The judgment. There is a definite article here. The judgment. But those that are not of the law, the moment they, their souls leave their body, they know where they are going. So we are all not coming to line up one logo, logo line. Ubiya, one logo. So you see. <laughs> so one logo, logo in the eyes also. Hey! Then you met your name. Screen this in the right and left. Hey, on the 14th of February 2019. Look at what Equia is doing. The God is Equia. Come and say, that will never happen. That's not what the Bible teaches. Are you following? <laughs> you see, they have lied to us. They have really lied to us. And that is very dangerous. That is why some of you, when you hear that Jesus is coming, now we hear show. It is very dangerous. Any church you go to, that they push this fear in you, yes, you go, yes, you go. You're very careful. They are not helping you. They are not helping you. I'm telling you the truth. The joy that we serve God with, eh? you don't, you, you only be. Hey, sister. Who be brown and sassy so, and you remember Kobonisa, Mavi, who end in so, 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 so. How will you be a joyful person? How? Then the joy of the Lord, now Bible account was him, now, dear, and the wife. Huh? Look at the troubles of this life. And you still don't know how your end will be. Oh, that's pathetic. I'm telling you, that's dangerous. That's not what the Bible says. Hey, one, of the, one of the greatest things that you receive as a believer is the hope that your end is glorious. And now, that is that one alone. When you are dying, that is what happened in the man they desired to be martyred. They wanted to be killed. I'm telling you. The reason why many believers are struggling in this life is because they are in fear. And listen, the moment fear grips your heart, that thing is not from God. Because the Bible says, For God has not given unto us the spirit of fear and of timidity, but of love, power, and of sound mind. It is a home home. That is what the devil wants. 
And because of fear, many people have been kept in bondage. This is the same thing that happened to our forefathers. They were afraid to die because they There were men that looked face to face to like in the eyes of death. In the eyes of death, and death could not touch them. What are you talking about? May the Lord help us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So listen, as a Christian, when you die, what you are going for? You are going for your, your, your crown. You are going for your glorious body. And that is known as the wedding ceremony of the Lamb. We are the bride. So beautiful. It's a wedding ceremony. It's not time for, 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 for crying. That one is for the unbelievers. And look at what the Bible even said. In the book of John, The book of John chapter 3, John 3, 16, 17, and 18. Listen to this. John chapter 3, 16, 17, and 18. We all know John 3, 16. Can you all hear me, please? Good. John chapter 3, verse 16 to 18. Listen to what the Bible says. It said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Verse 18. He that believes on him is not condemned. The person is not condemned. But the Bible said, but he that believeth not is condemned already. Are you getting the picture here? And the word there is the word krino, which means to be judged. To be judged. It is like this. What court not judge and declare say you are guilty. So that is it. The word condemn is the word judgment. So you see, the person has already been judged. It will be a Are you getting the picture here? You need to get these things. You need to get these things. All right. Okay, let me take the last question, then um, we close for tonight. Okay, somebody said. Someone said, Daddy, why is death the enemy of God? And what's the anatomy? That one, that message there. <laughs> I think I have a message on death. Make something small about death. The rest, I'm not permitted by God to say it. 
but make a crazy sending a mission then you arrest them. Yeah, because if I talk about death, eh, you will be shocked. You will be very shocked. There is no, no entity that can mimic God than death. Spirit be a honor, my death. Even Satan is afraid of him. That is why he partnered with him. Big Sam said, Does it mean when someone is embalmed before the fourth day, there is no way the person can be revived? That one is, it, it actually depends on how the resurrection. You see, we have what we call resuscitation and resurrection. Coma is different from death. Embalming is different. When your soul goes, forget about um, embalming. Are you getting it? Great. Okay, somebody said, what about kids birthed with defects or disabilities? Is this manipulated by their ancestors before? They... No, 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 no. What the only thing that your ancestors have access to is your soul. The body is much more on the side of your mother and father. Are you getting it? And there are a whole lot of um things that can happen for a child to be born with a physical defect. The name of the in that. Some are physical, some are spiritual. It is not on the side of the ancestors. Alright. The ancestors are only allowed by God to do what God has ushered them to do. That is it. Okay, somebody said, Daddy, please, what about those babies miscarried or aborted? What happens to them? Yes, their souls. When you look at these, especially um, miscarried babies, based on the time, um, let me see, the time. Can you all hear me? Good. Based on the time that the child was miscarried, you will know the maturity of the soul. Because some of them will be common, their soul has not really been, you know, active. And I've taught on this before that the spirit of a child from God will enter into the womb at three months. Are you getting it? So within three, if you get miscarriage within two months, the soul, there is no soul of the child that has actually entered your womb. You just lost blood. Not really a human soul. Put that at the back of your mind. Are you getting it? Good. But those children that are, let's say, aborted, the souls of these children are mostly held by their, um, let me say, the 
their ancestors, but it will be harvested by the guardian angels to the ancestral dimensions. Sometimes these children, in a way, can come back, but at times too, they are not permitted. Are you getting it? So you need to, you need to know that. All right. Somebody also said, Daddy, please, can someone die in place of another? It is not possible. It is only Jesus that can do that. But let me also open your eyes on something. There are certain people, hear me well, there are certain people, they came to this earth as human beings. Their only assignment is to always be used as, I won't say this one because many of you will get confused. <laughs> Many of you will get confused. Are you with me? All right. May the Lord help us in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Someone said, Then why did God actually create death? <laughs> I love that question. I love that question. Hallelujah. People of God, let me um let us pause here and um Someone said, Daddy, when my mom says something about her individual children and it manifests in their lives, does that have any spiritual backing? It depends. It depends. There are times that there are spiritual backings in these things because there are a whole lot of spirits walking about waiting for words. And when the words pop up, they will lay hold of them and make sure they, they bring the words to manifestation so you, you, sometimes there are spirits in charge yeah and there's also an ability in mothers and fathers to declare certain things on their children yeah so we need to know that one too the lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the lord jesus amen it's been a wonderful blessing having all of you here and i believe the lord has been a great blessing to our lives this evening Hallelujah. God bless you all and keep you strong in the name of Jesus. I'm right after here. I'm going to upload the message. So um, if you missed anything, you can go back and download it and just listen to it. The Lord is going to be a blessing to your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong. God willing, this night we are meeting at exactly 12 a.m. for priesthood time. Make sure you join us as we journey into the spiritual world in prayer and receive divine victory in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, God willing, um, tomorrow we are going to continue with the um, school of spiritual mysteries. We'll touch more on the matter of death. Then we move to the next topic, which will be a great blessing to all of us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. 
and keep all of you strong in Jesus precious mighty name. Amen. But don't don't forget that God willing this coming Wednesday is um a blessed day for me. It's actually my birthday by the special grace of God. If you intentionally forget, I will enter your dreams and we will fight. <laughs> all right, I want all of you to keep praying for me, release your blessings over me that um whatever God has said concerning my life will surely be made manifest and that God will keep me and keep my family to his glory. Hallelujah. God bless you all and and if you want to buy a car for me to oh why my my doors are already open you can you can come and park the car here. Are you with me? Uh, God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. We shall meet at exactly 12 a.m. GMT. God bless everybody. Shalom. Bye-bye. Yeah.